working? Okay, it's, it's working. All right, we live. Thank you, live. Microphone check one two. What is this? The six foot assassin with the roughneck business. <laughs> All right, let's get to work. Work, work, worky. Right? Let's let's get it. Let's let's make it hot. Right. Time to get busy with the get busy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Make sure y'all go get that architect featuring Dr. Inky. Reality is go get that. Architect featuring Dr. Inky. Reality is right. That's my new single. Now, this right here. This right here, I just fell in love with this song. My man James turned me on to this yesterday while I was going to pick up the children from school and I couldn't get it out of my head. Then last night, as I was going through what I wanted to talk about for today, I was like, oh no, we just gonna make this the anthem for the whole video. This gonna be the anthem for the video, right? This gonna be the anthem for the video. And as we go through the science, you're gonna see why this is the anthem for the video. Right. So let's let's get right to work. Y'all don't need to see me. We can go right to work right here. Now, if you saw, if you saw, if you haven't saw brilliance, you might want to go watch that video brilliance. Right. Um, I'm not sure what the name oh, or resplendence. Right. If you saw resplendence or brilliance, then you then you wavy. But even then. 
you want to make sure you you you've seen the uh the videos on comedic culture um and then the following videos on carbon and uh dr sabian just so you're up to speed because we somewhere else with it right now i'm gonna i'm gonna slow down the gears in a second but right now we we on something and i gotta put this all on the record for y'all real quick before we shift our gears and go to the next level like the sun is 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 getting to that solar season for me so i gotta just you know what i mean i gotta just give y'all i gotta drop you know what i mean i gotta hit y'all with the jewels real quick and then we take it to you know switch gears <laughs> right so this is where we at right now right we talked about carbon controlling the molecular structure of um of molecules and compounds thus controlling the energy landscape right thus controlling the energy landscape for magnetism light electricity and also sound right i want to make sure that i'm that i'm adding sound to the trinity right but sound sits outside of the trinity right sound sits out that's the hidden one sound is the hidden one so you have light you have electricity you have magnetism but you also have sound as the hidden one hidden one to all of them right because all vibration you can't have magnetism radiation and 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 electric you can't have none of that without vibration without sound right so just know that sound is always implied or inferred when i talk about the the trinity light magnetism or electricity just know that right now let's dig in right here right so now now we somewhere else with it right and and trust me this is a necessary step before we get to um the neurons and the mind and and fully start to engage um the suicide conversation a lot of y'all been following me y'all know i said i was going to talk about suicide a lot this year believe it or not all of these conversations are um regarding suicide right and when we when we get there you're going to see why you needed to have all this prerequisite information before you could really understand what's going on right so anyway why physics says you can never actually touch anything right if you're reading this right now it's a sure bet that you are touching something be it your cell phone laptop chair desk or a nice plush bed with egyptian cotton sheets speaking of that nice plush comfy bed i hate to shatter the illusion but you aren't actually touching it everything you can see touch and feel is made up of atoms the infinitesimally small constituent parts of matter the field of study related to these called quantum physics gives us plenty of mind bending things to consider about the world around us. Specifically, the indistinguishable activities going on at an atomic scale. Ultimately, it may seem the atomic world isn't particularly relevant to our day to day lives. However, this information is a key point when it comes to our understanding of the four forces of how the four forces shape the physical world 
right now i gotta take you back real quick or just i'll just put it on the record right the god of the underworld has always been wusir osiris asar right the the whole quantum world is nothing more than a western understanding of the underworld right so you need to know that right so you so in order for us so now it should start to sink in in order for us to understand fully what's going on in the world that we um in our world in our level of this game right we have to understand the world of cause we live in the world of effect the world of cause is the underworld that's the underworld the underworld is not a a uh, crime world it's not a you know, mob syndicate and all this other bullshit that you've been brainwashed. There's a lot of key concepts that you've been brainwashed against so that eventually when you hear these concepts, you automatically dismiss them. But when you go back to the walls and the pyramids, when you go back to the information that your ancestors left you, they're going to tell you, Usir, Asar, Osiris, the perfect black, the green man, right, was the lord of the underworld. So to understand him is to understand the underworld. And to understand him is now to understand the quantum world. And this is why I know all this so well, because I spent so much time studying that, right? So I'm going I'm to I'm go ahead and we're we going to have a, another moment real quick. We're going to have another moment. I'm going to just let y'all have another moment real quick so that I can sink in.
Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Now, back to work. Ultimately, it may seem the atomic world isn't particularly relevant to our day-to-day lives. However, this information is a key point when it comes to our understanding of how the force, the four forces shape the physical world. And thus, it is key to understanding the universe. After all, you can't understand how large things work without knowing the ins and outs of the small stuff, too. Among the phenomena it encompasses, we have quantum entanglement, particles that pop in and out of existence, the particle wave duality, particles that shape shift at random, uh, strange states of matter, and even strange matter itself. Quantum mechanics also tells us that we are made up of particles, which means that microscopically, all sorts of strange things are going on within us that aren't perceivable to the human eye. Things that sometimes seem to make little sense. We're going to make sense of all this, even the the holes in these various theories that have been strung together. Right. As quantum mechanics. So this, this is a lot of theory. Remember. It's a lot of theory involved with this. That's why I did the theoretical physics and theoretical diseases video. Right. So catch up. Get to work. Right. The weird world of particles to understand why you can never touch anything. You need to understand how electrons function. Right. This is where we at right here. This is the important part. This is where we get into the uh, to the kale and uh, kale and apples. Right. Right. Not meat and potatoes, kale and apples. To understand why you can never touch anything, you need to understand how electrons function. And before you can understand that, you need to know basic information about the structure of atoms. For starters, almost all of the mass of an of an atom has its con is okay. Let me let me let me start back from I'm I'm I'm, I'm mumble mouth right now, right? I'm, I'm on my mumble rap shit right now. <laughs> For starters. Almost all of the mass of an atom has of the mass an atom has is concentrated into an incredibly small region called the nucleus. Surrounding the nucleus is a whole lot of seemingly empty space, except for the region within an atom where electrons and protons can be found orbiting the central nucleus. The number of electrons within an atom depends on the element each atom is supposed to comprise. Now, again, there's a lot of grain of salt things going on right here. So we just I want you to understand as we talk about atoms, just know our understanding of the atom is going to evolve. And it's just going to be more about a central point. Right. Nucleus, a central point. And the electrons are going to come to represent um, and protons more about polarity, more about polarity and charge circulation. This is going to be a little bit different. This is going to change a lot over the next 20 years. But for what we're discussing, the concepts work. Right. The number of electrons within an atom depends on the element each atom is supposed to comprise. Right. So you can also look at that as like charge or charge density. Right. Like, 
photons, this funky subatomic particle also exhibits the particle wave duality, which means that the electron has characteristics of both a particle and a wave. On the other hand, they have a negative charge. On the other hand, they have a negative charge. On the other hand, they have a negative charge. <laughs> particles are by their very nature attracted to particles with an opposite charge. And they repel other similarly charged particles. Particles by their very nature attracted to particles with an opposite charge. And they repel other similarly charged particles. This prevents electrons from ever coming in direct contact. Their wave packets, on the other hand, can overlap but never touch. Okay. So, the electron, electrons are like two north ends of a magnet coming together. In fact, the reason why magnets are magnets are because the electrons in the magnet or the iron are structured just like structured water. Okay, I want y'all to get, 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 get a look at me real quick. I want y'all to get that real quick, right? That's why a... um. That's why a magnet is a magnet. Because the electrons are structured. Just like water. Right? Just like water. That's a very key piece. Right? Matter of fact, hold on. Let me, let me take y'all over here real quick. <laughs> Y'all gonna be listening to that trap shit like I don't know why Inky got us listening to this ratchet shit. Yet. I love that song right now. All right, listen. So right. So this is very similar. This is why I had to spend so much time with water. Hopefully we got it. We understand structure and alignment, right? So this is your equivalent to bulk water, right? This is your equivalent to structured water, right? This is your equivalent to structured water. So the electrons aligned in the same direction creates magnetism. Right. Creates magnetism. Let's see. Right. Because remember, electricity and magnetism are tied together. So because electrons are the agents of electric charge, they are all they can also be seen as agents of magnetism individually. Only problem is when you have a bunch of them jumbled up, right? They're pretty much they're going to be neutralizing each other and holding each other in place and crabs in the barrel syndrome right there. Right. Once you get them in alignment. Then you can start to affect I like this one better because it has the arrows. 
but then you're going to start to affect things and, and attract things. And then now you can get the law of attraction popping. Right. Um, okay. So let's, let's get back here. Let's get back here. This is important though. Right. If y'all see where I'm going with this for today. Right. Do we need another moment real quick? Woo. Woo. And I know it. I'm about to show y'all the magnetic moment. Woo. <laughs> I told y'all, me and this microphone right here. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. All right. All right. This prevents electrons from ever coming in direct contact. Their wave packets, on the other hand, can overlap but never touch. The same is true for all of humankind. When you plop down in a chair or slink into your bed, the electrons within your body are repelling the electrons that make up the chair. You are hovering above it by an unfathomably small distance. When we think we touch things, I'm sure some of you will wonder if electron repulsion prevents us from ever truly touching anything, why do we perceive touch as a real thing? The answer boils down to how our brains interpret the physical world. I'm sure some of you will wonder if electron repulsion prevents us from ever truly touching anything, why do we perceive touch as a real thing? The answer boils down to how our brains interpret the physical world. In this case, a number of factors are at work. The nerve cells that make up our body send signals to our brain that tell us that we are physically touching something. When the sensation of touch is merely given to us by our electrons interaction with, i.e., its repulsion from the electromagnetic field permeating space-time, right? They, they they got a little they got a little swaggy they got a little swaggy on that last part right there right but the sensation of touch is merely is merely um um like a like a almost like a a shock it's almost like a small shock it's two charges coming together. It's, it's, it's the same feeling as you, <laughs> but only thing is it's direct because your internal light. See, that's why I told you we getting ready to go into some other shit last night, but we spent so much time on just getting the understanding of, you know, um, light in terms of, uh, light in terms of atoms and molecules and compounds right and i wanted to make sure we really fully had it locked down that i was like okay we're gonna you know we'll we'll pick up in the morning we'll pick it up in the morning you know what i mean i want to make sure we're getting each little piece that we're going into you know what i'm saying so 
let's get back to this work right now. All right. Let's see how far this article go. I didn't read this article before. <laughs> All right. Um, also, no various things play a role here in making collections of particles into tangible things. See, we talked about all this already. We have things such as chemical bonding and, of course, the four primary forces. They got to stop this four primary forces shit. Mentioned above, chemical bonds allow electrons to latch on to imperfections within an object's surface, creating friction, right? But those that have persevered thus far, you will see that the purely electrostatic repulsion between electrons is not the only reason why you hover above your chair. In the normal case, it's about as strong as the Pauli exclusion, exclusion principle when it comes to pushing things apart. It's actually a combination of these two effects dominating the actual behavior. By that, I'm speaking of the unbelievable idea that electrons know where every other electron is and they try to avoid each other as much as possible result. Now, that's where it gets a little crazy. They don't all know where every other electron is in the universe. That's, so that's why I said the, quant, the science of quantum mechanics is largely. Uh, a lot of theories strung together and there's very little observable and um, experimental science in it, even though there is some, right? There is some, but so it's, it's, it's up to us to be able to study, research, push the buck forward and, 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 and trim the hedges, so to speak. Right now, what you need to get from this while we went through this and what we're talking about today Right. Um, two pieces. Right. We're talking about two pieces. Actually, you might go to go into a few, a few different things. Right. The illusion of the senses. The illusion of the senses. Right. So. There's levels to it. Right. It's levels to it. So there's one level to it where, you know, you got sight touch taste hearing and um whatever the fifth sense is right you got the five senses right but then there's a whole nother level to it when you say okay well uh there actually is no five senses right there really is no five senses what you're actually dealing with is one sense the sense of touch, right? Which is basically um, interaction. It's interaction. It's how the electric, the electricity, <laughs> the light, the magnetism that make up you interact with the other energy. Like it's one big swirling pool of energy that we live in. Our minds are interpreting all the shapes, the geometry, the the 3D, 3D and what we think of as the world around us is all happening in our mind, right? So what our body is, is a very uh, complex 
beautiful um, information interpreting system. That's what our bodies are, right? It's a very complex information interpreting system. So when we think about touch, touch is um, our field coming in contact with another field and pushing back. Anti-magnetism, repulsion, right? Taste and smell. Taste and smell is damn near the same thing. The reason, and you can see that when your nose gets stopped up, and then once your nose gets stopped up, you can't taste anything, right? So, but they're both based on aromatic amino acids, aromatic aroma, right? Aroma, aromatic, right? So remember, and now this is important for you to get this, right? See, this is, I know we somewhere else with it. And I, I'm going to slow my gears down after the next video or two. I just want to get y'all. Yeah, I can study these videos and break them down. I know I know. whenever I do, whenever I switch gears and I... This is when people say, oh, yeah, Inky is crazy. Look, it's proof right here. Inky don't know what he's talking about. It's all right, though. Then, like, five years later, they'd be like, nah, yo, he was... Yeah, that's deep. So, right now, this when I this when I lose a few people. <laughs> It's all right. I'm used to being way ahead of my time. Right. All right. So let's do this. Let's do this. Right. Let's go here. Let me show you something real quick. Just so you get an idea. So you get the full idea. Aromatic amino acids. I talk about it a lot. Right. Aromatic amino acid is an amino acid that includes a aromatic ring, right? What is an aromatic ring? That geometry right there. Right here. This geometry right here. This is the geometry of your life, right? This is the geometry of your life right here. Why? Because this specific shape is what allows... Anything, any molecular structure that has this shape to interact with light and sound, right? And if you can interact with light and sound, you're interacting with magnetism and electricity, right? Because they all roll together. That's one crew, the three and one, right? The three and one right there, right? So you have phenylalanine, and this is why we have to eat the plants because we don't make these. The plants make these. Right. And this is why the GMO, not the GMO. This is why the uh, pesticides are so dangerous, because you have a group of people on this planet that seeing fit to destroy these. They want these out of your diet. So it's definitely some other shit going on because this is what pesticides attack. Right. Let me show you. This is what pesticides attack. Right. This is what pesticides attack the shiki mate pathway. I, I call it the shiki maat so I can remember it. A mnemonic device, the shiki maat pathway. Right. But this is the pathway in plants. Right. The shiki mate or the shiki mate shikamik 
acid pathway is a seven step that seven is always represented right is a seven step metabolic route used by bacteria archaea fungi algae right go get that ocean steak oceansteak.com some protozoa and plants for the biosynthesis of folates and aromatic amino acids phenylalanine tyrosine and tryptophan right the pathway is not found in animals and humans animals and humans require these amino acids right this is what pesticides target so this is why you want to go organic this is why you want to get you want to stay away from the pesticide of saturated produce because it is destroying this pathway and these aromatic amino acids now if you don't know now you know now i'm just kidding but if you don't know already phenylalanine is important because your body converts this into tyrosine tyrosine is important because all of your pigment depends on tyrosine right this is the amino acid right that is primarily responsible for the formation of neuromelanin and external melanin, right? Tryptophan. Tryptophan is responsible uh, for serotonin, melatonin, and pretty much all of the rest of your neurochemistry, right? So um, no tyrosine, no dopamine, no tyrosine, no melanin, no neuromelanin, and none of their derivatives, right? Um, no tryptophan, no serotonin, no melatonin, and none of their derivatives, right? Which is what drives all of your cognizant ability. All of your ability to be conscious and awoke is tied right here to these three amino acids. And obviously, of course, these three amino acids originate as carbolixic acids, right? With the addition of, um, nitrogen um introduced to the carbolixic acids turning them into amino acids right so that's that's the you you, you got to get that whole little cascade so um carbon is definitely in the building and look look at the molecules as usual like i said look carbon is left out right but we can probably find some proper ones that'll show the carbon right uh tyrosine Molecular, no, there we go. All right, let's see if we can find, there we go. Boom, now look at that. Look how that go. Look how they try to do uh, carbon all the time. I was getting ready to say copper again. But look how they try to do carbon all the time. Look at that. Carbon, 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 carbon. <laughs> In fact, look. The most important of the most important part of the tyrosine molecule is carbon, right? The aromatic, the part that interacts, that interfaces with the light. So this is again why the god Ogun that came to us in the personage of Alfredo Doctor Sabi Bowman was way ahead of his time because we know now. That melanin is based on the reduction of tyrosine. And what is reduction? Reduction is when you add electrons to a thing. So you add electrons to tyrosine and you get melanin, 
right? Now, when you're dealing with surface or body melanin, right, or external melanin, that's produced inside melanocytes and the melanosomes, which are the enzymes inside melanocytes, actually are the guys that reduce the tyrosine, meaning add the electrons to the tyrosine. However, the brain is so electric in and of itself, you don't have the requirement of melanocytes or melanosomes to produce um, neuromelanin or melanin in the brain because of the electricity that's there, right? So the brain is able to reduce tyrosine throughout its steps to walk it on, walk it on, walk it out. Uh, snap. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. I'm just serious. Um, but so the tyrosine is able to be reduced in the brain strictly by the brain's power, right? But make no mistake, look at the carbon right there. It is carbon that forms that aromatic ring or that benzene ring, right? So it is carbon at the end of the day that is in melanin that allows melanin to be special. Look at that, because it is this ring that allows melanin to interact with light. And that is the number one quality we discuss with melanin, its ability to interact with light and transduce and store. And yeah, all of that's happening right here because of this ring. And this ring is composed of nothing but carbon. Nothing but carbon. And look at we dealing with single bonds and double bonds. What is that? binary right okay yeah that's a whole nother conversation we don't even want to go into the e5 king bag right here so we're going <laughs> yeah okay so anyway the pesticides destroy this pathway destroy these aromatic amino acids so yeah we need to be on the lookout right all right where we at now you're back focused now that was that was a little light work right there pun intended now Let's get back here. Right. So your aromatic amino acids, right, is what actually your nose is sensing. And then the nerves in the nose actually send the signals from grabbing the aromatic amino acids. That's why that was important for me to get that to you. Right. So. Because this benzene ring or this aromatic ring is able to hold light and hold sound, right? Your actual sense when you're smelling something is your nose being able to unlock the sound and light from in that ring and send that information to your brain. Now, your brain interprets that same thing in your taste, your taste buds. Right. That sit inside the little receptors. They're able to unlock. Right. The information from those rings. Right. Touch is different. Touch is a, is a protective mechanism. Right. Hearing the same thing with hearing. Right. The same thing with vision. This is why your eyes have different types of pigments in there. The pigments is what particularly interacts with the aromatic. Um, uh, excuse me, with the light. So you have pigments here, pigments here, pigments here, pigments here. And you, you, all you got to do is look in the mirror to see if you got pigments all over your body. Right. Because like I told you, damn near going on 
seven, eight, ten years ago. Water uses oils or fats to hold proteins to interact with light. See, this is that area in space where none of these other niggas can fuck with me. See, I can go swim way out into the deep water. I can go swim way out into the deep water. They can't fuck around out here. Hold on. What happened to my joint? The report. You got to have a moment. What the fuck's going on with the moment? We was having, we was getting ready to have a moment. See how they fuck up the momentum for the moment. Woo. 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 <laughs> yeah. My mind is the instrument. My nervous system is the strings. When I pluck them, beautiful things come out. And niggas just scream and shout. They holding their head. They like, what the fuck is this about? I just exploded in the moment. I don't understand how he know it. Yeah. Bars. Bars. <laughs> Yo. Woo. Now we get to now we get to the point, right? Now we get to the point where you see with the whole gist of today's video, right? This is it right here. Now this is page 143 in your I King Square book. So it's a lot more going on this page than we need to pay attention to right now. It's all right. But this is what you need to see right here, right? This diagram I made to give a better understanding of actually what matter is, what we know of as matter, right? It is atoms, right? 
bound together. Atoms bound together, right? And not so much that the atoms are bound together, but the charge that is trapped because the charge is trapped and tied to the atoms. So when the atoms bind, right? When you have binding, and this is where carbon is so crucial because carbon controls how atoms come together. It controls the molecular geometry, the compound geometry of these structures formed by atoms. So that means it controls the energy landscape. It controls the energy landscape for how light, sound, magnetism move through these molecular compounds and the light that's why we did brilliance and resplendent the light that's emitted from these atoms when they come together right they create the interference patterns that we interpret in our mind as what we see when we look at these molecular structures that we know of as a hat a hand a laptop a cell phone a piece of paper a bottle of mama Tomics, Right. All of these different things that we see around us, the microphone. Right. All of these things are patterns of atoms that have that are locked in together. And remember, atoms are always giving off light. They're always giving off light and receiving light. And when they receive light, that stimulates them to do what? Give off more light. And so when you have atoms that are bound to each other, that is a infinite. That creates an infinite lock and exchange of photons. So now the atoms that are locked together will infinitely stimulate one another because there's light trapped in that molecular structure. Now, there is light trapped in you. That light trapped in you is your soul. That's your spirit. That's who you are, right? The light trapped in you is your soul, your spirit. It's, 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 it's a whole, it's other levels to this. <laughs> right. I told y'all some other shit we was going to talk about. I told y'all we was going to have some other, other Cabo. Right. It was going in. Right. So just make sure y'all coming up the videos. Yeah, keep the donations coming in. Hit the website, support, be patient. And y'all wavy Davy McNavy. We're gonna keep going with this information. We just gonna we just gonna be flying. All right? We're gonna be flying with this information. All right? We're gonna be somewhere else with it. And when they ask you where you got that from, you're gonna tell them. Nah, that's inky shit right there. And when you hear niggas plagiarizing and biting the swag, you want, hey, oh, stop that shit right there. Stop them dead in their tracks. Like, hold on, I ain't hear you getting no reference to the God. Right? So this is this is that other space. Right? Now, this is why the name of this video and the theme today is Trap. Because that's what Adams, that's what is happening to the, to, to the light. Right? And that's what your diet is supposed to be about because that's who you are. You have to feed that internal light. You have to feed your internal light because when that light goes out, your ass is gone. 
This is why the ancient priesthoods, they wouldn't partake in no eating no dead animals and flat, no dead flesh. That that just crazy. That's just crazy when you understand the true nature of life. You see? When you understand the trap. Hold on, man. God damn it. We got to have a moment. Let's say the trap. Damn it. We're supposed to have a little something happen when I say the trap. Something supposed to happen when I say the trap. Woo! See, I haven't gotten too much into the Tesseract because it was too much information, layers of information that I needed to give y'all before we could really dig into I King the Tesseract, right? Um, but this is a page out of this page 106, right? And what you're basically getting here is another level of understanding what we talked about in Resplendence and Brilliance, right? We're talking about the electromagnetic radiation, right? Anansi, right? The three points creating what we know of as matter, right? A three-dimensional wave pattern, but not a hologram. One that has an electric charge to it. So now when we touch it, it gives us the illusion of what's real. See, because that idea of touch is what gives us that illusion of real. Woo!
Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, we on it. Right? All right, come on, let's go. The double slit experiment taught the world in science language what the Bible and comedic text told the world thousands of years ago. Light particles program energy particles, right? We talked about that in brilliance and resplendence. Remember, only particular frequencies, right? Only specific photons are attracted to certain atoms so every atom does not receive every photon so some photons pass right through certain atoms right that's why all the atoms are different and depending on their electrons determines which photons will be absorbed and re-emitted or broken down and metabolized by those atoms right Self-organization is an inherent property of information. That's literally what information means. That which forms. In the previous I King volumes, we have discussed the lesser forms of organization. Here we will discuss the most profound aspect of consciousness, sight. How are particles our eyes absorb from the energy field around us converted into the visual phenomena in our mind we know of? as the world around us and then stored as memory. The three lines glyph represents the undifferentiated source, blackness or vacuum, right? Hold on, let me bring it up so you can see right here, right? This is all throughout um, the pyramids, right? How are the particles our eyes absorb from the energy field around us converted into the visual phenomena in our mind we know of as the world around us and then stored as memory? Very important. The three lines glyph represents the undifferentiated source, blackness or vacuum. Vibration creates sound, the potential from which the eight forces that create and govern our universe arise. That is a layered glyph because it also refers to how electric fields organize into 3D and how our magnetic field stores that information, right? So what we might need to do for some of the family, y'all might need to check this out. I know some people, why everybody, if, you watch, if you're watching me, then you should be up to date, right? But you might not. So here we go. Let me give y'all a little something to get some work in. Okay, let's see if we can find us a nice double slit experiment. Right, um, let's see what we got. Okay, let's see what we got here. Okay, this might work. Now, if we add a second slit, we see a pattern on the back wall where it went through the slit and hit. Now, if we add a second slit, we would expect to see a second band duplicated to the right. Now, let's look at waves. The waves hit the slit and radiate out, striking the back wall 
with the most intensity directly in line with the slit. The line of brightness on the back screen shows that intensity. This is similar to the line the marbles make. But when we add the second slit, something different happens. If the top of one wave meets the bottom of another wave, they cancel each other out. So now there is an interference pattern on the back wall. Places where the two tops meet are the highest intensity, the bright lines. So you saw brilliance or resplendence, you would know that this resembles the spectral line pattern or the electromagnetic fingerprint of each atom. Where they cancel, there is nothing. So when we throw things, that is matter, through two slits, we get this, two bands of hits. And with waves, we get an interference pattern of many bands. Good so far. 10 bands, 20 bands, 100 bands. Fuck it, man. Let's just not even. <laughs> we would expect to see a second band duplicated to the right. Now, let's look at waves. The waves hit the slip and radiate out, striking the back wall with the most intensity directly in line with the slip. The line of brightness on the back screen shows that intensity. This is similar to the line the marbles make. But when we add the second slit, something different happens. If the top of one wave meets the bottom of another wave, they cancel each other out. So now there is an interference pattern on the back wall. Places where the two tops meet are the highest intensity, the bright lines, and where they cancel, there is nothing. So, when we throw things, that is, matter, through two slits, we get this, two bands of hits. And with waves, we get an interference pattern of many bands. Good, so far. Now, let's... An electron is a tiny, tiny bit of matter, like a tiny marble. Let's fire a screen through one slit. It behaves just like a marble, a single band. So, if we shoot these tiny bits through two slits, we should get, like the marbles, two bands. What? An interference pattern. We fired electrons, tiny bits of matter through. But we get a pattern like waves, not like little marbles. How? How could pieces of matter create an interference pattern like a wave? See? Now, for scientists, they deep, they confuse. <laughs> they put themselves in a conundrum. <laughs> goodness they put themselves in a conundrum if you don't know what if you don't know about conundrum it's all right trust me i know the actual word is conundrum all right but that yeah that's just an inside joke right there right um but obviously right we you should know it too by now right 
the, the trinity electricity magnetism light they roll together right period right they roll together okay Let me see. Yeah, what I want to do, what I want to do with y'all. What I want to do with y'all. What I want to do with y'all. All right, hold on. Let me see what I want to do with y'all real quick. Okay. Now. Here's your nuclear up the the here's your uh your neuron up close. Right? Here's your neuron up close. Here's the nucleus, right? Here's your mitochondria, right? Lysosome, just like your your white blood cell enzymes, right? They in there cleaning, you know, they to keep us clean. You gotta have cleanup crew, right? Your microtubules, right? This is where this is where the pictures are made in your brain. This is how the pictures are made in your brain, right? Because these guys, right, they take the information, right, and they do the exact same thing. These guys take the information, right, and they put they create the 3D pictures. They re, they recapitulate from the information. This is why you have to go see Brilliance and Resplendence so we don't have to go over everything again, right? But they put everything back together again based on the information you, you give it, right? So they create an interference pattern, which if we are in eye shot, looks, looks like something. This is the true origin of hallucinations, especially in the desert, which is full of crushed silicone quartz, right? dendrites electrical arms right the nucleus receives information it's the antenna the cell body the mitochondria and plasma the myelin sheep absorb and scatter light right make sure y'all go to livingbiochemistry.com and get this book right here this i king volume four the tesseract right that's what we're looking in right now right so this 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 book we we go all the way in in this book, right? We go all the way in, in this book, right? But the major piece I just I just want to give y'all a little bit, you know what I mean? I just want to give you a little bit, right? Um, so that way you will understand what's actually going on, right? Just a little bit, so you will understand what's going on and to make a little bit more sense, right? But this is kind of what what's actually going on in the brain. These are, these are neurons and all of the neural connections, right? These are all of the neural connections and they all produce light. They're all producing light. All the atoms that compose these are all producing light, right? And we can take it down a little bit further. Okay, hold on, we can take it down a little bit further. All right, hold on. Let me see which which page that's on. Okay, no, that's too that's too much right there. Yeah, no, 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 that's too much. I gotta get the book. 
Y'all gotta get the book. Y'all got y'all got too much already. Right? All right. So your neurons reproduce. Actually, let me bring that up so y'all can at least see. Right? Your neurons reproduce. The neurons in your brain reproduce what your eyes absorb. Right? So remember, your eyes are absorbing light particles. The pigment in the eyes are converting that into information that your neurons are able to recapitulate and create those same interference patterns in your mind. That's why you see in your mind, in the ear, right? In the ear. Let me see if this, I don't think it's this book. Yeah. Hold on. It's an I came. Cubed. Hold on. I came cubed. Hold on. Hold on. It should be in here somewhere. this work don't get this working don't get this working this is i can cube this book right here right this is cubed all right so here all right this is the ear right this is the inner workings of your ear so you're actually actually hearing light that's what's going on in your ear right it's always light we're interpreting right so here's your uh Here's your here's your spiral, right? Here's your spiral, right? Right? We got your spiral there, right? The double the W, right? That's what the W is. <laughs> this is the W in the metal etcher, right? Wusir. This is Wusir's name. So y'all think about the Fibonacci sequence. That's the W. The W is the spiral. <laughs> anyway, right? Inside. The cochlea, right? So we we just go inside the cochlea. Here we go. Look. Inside the cochlea, right? All of this is pigment. All of this is pigment inside here. This is all pigment in here. It's all pigment in there, right? And it's all pigment in there, right? In the ear, phonons enter and hit the drum, which has three bones that provide length, width, and height. Think about that. Length, width, and height. Right? So now, you ha again, you have the three sources for your three-dimensional, right? So you, you got your, your, your hollow, you got your light, your, your interference pattern, Right? It's always going to be the same to sound. The shape and frequency of these sounds is interpreted in the cochlea, which is full of bioplasma, right? So you got your water again and you got your pigment. In the cochlea, sound waves are translated into electrical signals and sent into the brain. Yep, you guessed it via phosphorus, right? And we know it and we now know why the pigment is there, right? 
So this is page 122 in iKing Cube. So we went to iKing Tesseract. We went into iKing Cube. And of course, the first book we looked in with the um, this right here, this is from iKing Squared. Make sure you go to livingbiochemistry.com and get them books in your life. Right? You got to have this work for real, real work. This information don't exist nowhere because that's why I had to write the books. That's what my father taught me. My father taught me the books don't exist and it's your job to write them. If the books don't exist and it's your job to write them. Okay. So that's when light is trapped in atoms. And when molecules come together, when molecules come together, they share that light. Depending on the type of molecule, it has the ability to share light from other sources. When light patterns or sound patterns come together, they create interference patterns that now are intelligible as pictures or sound. Right? Woo! Can't see me in here, bug out. <laughs> Woo!